0: and welcome to our new podcast in conversation with me Sarah Williams. Each week I'll be chatting to someone different from church and asking them about themselves and their story and finding out what their experience of God has been like. So if you have ever looked around church on Sunday morning and thought I wonder how they became a Christian or I wonder how they came to be here at Southwest London Vineyard and all sorts of other things then hopefully you should enjoy the next 20 minutes or so. Anyway enough about me let's get stuck in. Right, today I'm in conversation with Doreen Brampton, one of South West London Vineyard's very own Golden Girls. <laughs> Doreen, can you tell me, how did you become a Christian? Oh, well, that dates back quite a long time because
1: I went to a little Mission Hall Sunday school and I was, we were taught the scriptures We were taught to learn parts of the Bible, and we were invited up to um, show people how they could learn their Bible. And through that, I've always felt that God was with me. Mm. And I think probably the first time I actually made a real response might have been when the war broke out And we were evacuated and I was standing in the line because you lined up in assembly and I was standing in the line and there was a boy in front of me who I had to be careful because he often fainted and I was in a panic and then God came to me at that time, I can only tell you this, it's the truth. You can believe it, if you like, or you can think I was imagining it. But God came to me and assured me that we would win the war. And I remember saying back, I hope you say that to a little girl in Germany, because that's so helpful.
0: How interesting. And that was when you were queuing up to be evacuated? No, that was when I was queuing up in assembly. In assembly. Oh, right, I see. No, I was,
1: we, we went to the, uh, the station here, Barn Station, and I can remember Mum put us right near the window, and then they had to come off the platform, and she ran all the way along the side until she saw us go under the bridge. I can always remember that.
0: Oh gosh, it must have been so awful for your mum to say that. Well, goodbye. that's right. That's what, how I
1: remember it. Not so much for us because I was in a confusion anyway. Yeah, you yeah. you're yeah. six, you're confused, yeah. aren't you? Yeah,
0: and you were six years old when you were evacuated. Yeah. And where did you live when you were evacuated? Where did you go? We went to Reading
1: and then we were taken out to a village called Tilehurst, which I think is a town now. But it was, a, and there were woods at the bottom. And we were put in this house where the lady put four of us in a bed because they were getting paid, you see. Yes. And my mum came to visit us. She took one look at the place, packed all our things up and brought us home.
0: Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, so you didn't get to stay there
1: long? No, no. And then the next time she made sure that where we were put, because Dad was going abroad
0: Mm, with the army
1: and he insisted that we were evacuated.
0: Oh, did he?
1: I can see why. Because if a bomb had dropped on the house, we'd all been in it, he'd have lost his whole family. Yes,
0: yes. But if we were
1: evacuated, he'd Uh, at least have his
0: girls to come back to. And where did you live in London? Where was your mum living Uh, In Putney. Oh, right. So we were in Putney right now. Yeah. You did not move far. Didn't, didn't move far, no. Well, no. it's a lovely part of the world. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, we used to play on the common. And um, I think you were saying earlier that the way how you were taught the Bible was to remember verses. That's right. So can you give us a little example?
1: Yeah. A, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Be, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. See, come unto me, all ye that labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. D, depart from evil and do good, and Ama- so on.
0: Amazing. And so did that happen before you were evacuated? Yeah. So when you were away and on your own, did you use some of these things you know, to comfort yourself? Well, not really, because I had my sister with me to start with, you ah. see, because she was
1: still... Un- we were primary children. Yeah. She was still a primary child. Yeah. She had to go after when she'd taken her exams and that.
0: She had to go somewhere else. Yeah. But up to that point, I had my sister with me. Yeah. And then did you keep your faith the whole time? Because obviously you became a Christian when you were very, very young. Well,
1: yeah, I didn't realise that was what I was doing. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but obviously you, you had that profound... You know, experience. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that carried you through a really yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And so, how did you come to be at South West London Vineyard? Well, we belonged
1: to a church and we received the Spirit and we were turned out. Really? Yes. What happened? Well, we were told to go. Well... I think we probably walked out. We, well, we were at this meeting. We had to go to this meeting. It was where I'd gone to Sunday school in the first place, but it was being run by an organisation by that time. And we were, we had to go to this meeting, and we were being told what we should believe and that we shouldn't believe about the spirit and things mm. like that, and um, the man who was running the meeting who was in in part of this association um said something about one of the ladies whose sister had just died i can remember um lily sitting there with whatever her sister's name was and it upset her and she burst out in tears so we all walked out gosh like doing a little bit of a protest yeah because of the you shouldn't have said that to no. a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. she'd lost her sister. Yeah. And and you you, I mean, she was an elderly lady. She wasn't a young person. You might have said it to a young person, yeah. but you don't say to an elderly lady who's just lost her yeah. sister, who'd been like a mother to her.
0: Mm. You know, you don't you don't say things like that. So then you're like, right, we're not going here anymore. We better well, find somewhere where well, we do we, want to we be. We worshipped in. Tim and Ruby were the couple that
1: ran. Rat took us, and we worshipped in their house for a while, and then we went in the Upper Richmond Road. There's the there was um a hall just off the Upper Richmond Road where the flower shop is, and uh, we we were we hired the hall and we worshipped in the hall. Really. Yeah, for a while, and then, then. Tim and Ruby, who were the, ran ran the church, they, we had a lady came and joined us, that's right, who'd also been turned out of, I think it, it wasn't all Soulslingham place, I think that's where she went, but anyway, she'd been turned out of a church because she'd received the spirit.
0: Sounds like you're all a bunch of rebels together. Yeah. Why, Why would they turn you out? I don't know. I don't know. But, but you see, it was it was a, a to do. It was taboo. Yeah. Receiving the spirit, talking about the spirit, was completely taboo in those yeah. days. Do you think it's because some people who haven't experienced it for themselves are afraid of it?
1: No, I think it was it was treated as something that wasn't really scriptural any longer. Mm. It was it was a general thing. It was right throughout the country. Really? I mean, yeah. Roughly,
0: what time was this? Do you remember? Oh,
1: don't remember
0: now. And it's a while ago
1: <laughs> a long while ago <laughs> i mean pamela was living down this way then and she bought a house for tim and ruby and they became our pastors pastoral pastor and wife yeah. and we ran the
0: church from the house amazing and yeah. then so then what happened after you had this hall near the flat well where the flower shop is now what what happened then
1: um, because
0: we're trying to get to how did you get to vineyard how do we get to vineyard well because
1: Um, Tim died and Ruby moved, I can't remember where now, but she moved out and then we were looking for a church and how we heard about the vineyard, I can't remember now. I can't remember, but we, oh, I think that's right. They used to have a sign because where the vineyard was in those days, there was a sign on the upper Richmond road that's pointed to the vineyard oh right yes that's right that's what it was and so you
0: thought oh we'll try there we'll try
1: there we, we, we tried the place in Sheen but that didn't work and so we tried there and we were so wonderfully welcomed oh how lovely and it was um John and Ellie in those days yes
0: yeah
1: and and so we stayed yeah and then girl that we're still in touch with, Rosemary, she joined the church, and she thought she was one of the only older ones there, because it was all very young people in those (laughs) days. And so then she saw us, so she stayed. So, so it, she moved to, well, she's at Wimbledon now, and she couldn't get to Putney anyway.
0: Because I know when I first joined the church, Ruby was still alive then, so it was the three golden girls, you, Iris, and Ruby. That's it right. So was Iris part of the group even then, or did you yes. all come together? No, no, she had
1: joined us when she first came to, well, she came to London, and then she got, just at the bottom there, there's a house on the corner. Yeah um and she got a flat in that house you know she got rooms in that house yeah and then she joined us and then obviously f- things moved on and um she got her own place in the end and
0: yeah and became part of the crew yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. how how interesting and i I won't ask you dates but i know that was probably quite a long time ago quite a long time
1: i wouldn't remember the dates no. anyway <laughs> good heavens above
0: um, I wanted to ask you, was there ever an occasion and I think you've already answered it that you felt particularly close to the Lord and had an encounter, and I know when you were six he that was my big one, yeah, that's the one I'll never forget, but he also gave you another promise at that time or a different time about being a teacher that's right, that was around about that same time, so uh, what tell me about that and then tell me how it came to fruition
1: well, um. I'm sure it was about that same time that I was going to be, I think they both came together, Mm. but I can't remember now. It's a long,
0: long, long time ago.
1: (laughs) But um, how did I become a teacher? Well, I had no education because I'd been in hospital and the last hospital I was in,
0: the teacher there was using me to help the children who couldn't read at all. Oh, so you were already in practice Now, you've skipped ahead a bit. So after the war, so you were evacu- evacuated during the war. Then after the war, you became quite poorly, didn't you, Darwin? That's when I was in hospital. But it wasn't for a short time, was it? No, How two lovely. and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah. And that's the time when you would usually be out getting a profession and doing yeah, a job, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you probably thought, this is never going to happen for me. No, no, but God had promised it. You see, I forgot that yeah it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you were helping the hospital staff to teach the children. Yeah. But but you weren't quite sure how it was going to happen for no, you. yeah,
1: we had a teacher and she was a bit, big softy and she, she got so upset with these children who knew nothing. And so I helped her.
0: Oh, amazing.
1: Yeah. And then so what happened? So after you came out of hospital... Well, I came from there. I went from there to a convalescent home and I went from there to a residential school in near Hastings at East not Eastbourne not that far away near Hastings and um, then when I came out of hospital and out of the residential school my father did his best and got me into um, a college to teach me shorthand and typing Mm -hmm. secretarial college and um, I mean, my dad always did his best for us, and um at the secretarial co- from the secretary of college, I got a job in an insurance office in Blackfriars, and from Blackfriars, what happened anyway, sometime along the line oh i was teach i was in anyway, I was in another office somewhere else and um I, I was a secretary to someone, you know, taking down their letters. And, and you were excellent it. at
0: it, weren't you? And you loved it every day. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: um, anyway, I felt God was saying, go to teacher training college.
0: How, and how old were you? Oh. Well, because we looked at the, the paperwork, didn't we? So we know how old you were when you went to teacher training college. You were 40, we reckoned about 42, 45.
1: Don't remember now.
0: Um, I didn't. So I it's, didn't quite, the... it's quite. It's quite. Like, no, no, no. But we looked at the paperwork. But I mean, that's quite a lot older to go and retrain as a teacher, isn't it? Well, yeah, but that's what God me t- told me to do. So I better get on with I it. You better get on with it, and so you spoke to your mum.
1: Yeah, and she was all for it because she felt that my first illness was her fault mm. because my mother didn't believe in illness. And the particular day that I was very ill and I had to go into hospital and I was in hospital all those years. um, She said, I said, I can't get up. She said, rubbish, get out of that bed. And I said, but I can't. So she said, so I tried to get out. And of course I fell and she had to call dad to pick me up and put me back in bed again. And then she realized I might be ill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) But I mean, they'd lived through the war. She had my grandmother to look after besides us getting my dad used to being at home you yeah. know there were I mean people after the war it was no wonder there were so many divorces yeah. because there were so many problems yeah and I mean not everybody was my mum who yeah. would persevere yeah and do her best yeah
0: yeah but yeah. not everybody's like that are they no and and it's just going to show that when you came to her when you were in your late 30s, early 40s, and said, no, Mum, I really want to retrain and become a teacher, she said, go for it. Yeah, absolutely, because she felt that it was all
1: her fault that I was ever Ill in the fir- very ill in the first place.
0: Yes, and mother's guilt, yes. uh, you know. You can't help it, it's part <laughs> of the job, I think, darling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so she... And, and I can always remember, because when, when I finished, because I took the degree, because there were no jobs at the end of the teacher training... The basic training mm. and a friend I'd made, who I'm still in touch with, um, she and I decided because we passed well enough to go on to take the degree. That we decided, as there were no jobs, it was only a year to take the degree. We'd do that. Yeah. So we did took the year
0: off and took the degree, and then I was teaching from then onwards. That's it. So you were uh, a degree student at the age of. Forty something, and you got to go to a graduation ceremony. I bet your mum was so proud, oh, wasn't she? Oh, was she? And it teemed and teemed and teemed with rain. And my uncle Arthur's
1: wife took her, took her. And they, they were put in seats right up, and she couldn't see me. Oh, she was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you can
0: imagine, can't you? Yeah, I can. She I was can. so, she was so proud. Amazing, and isn't it amazing to think that something that was spoken over you at such a young age, at the age of six, Yeah. you know, it, it actually came... But it was you having the confidence to step into that promise at that older age yeah. that some people would have said, oh, no, my, it's passed me by. It's, yeah. You know, it's not going to happen anymore. And you said, no, I'm going to choose to believe that it is. Yeah. And, and you did. And then became a teacher for 20-something 20 years, weren't yes. you? Yeah, yeah. And I bet you were fantastic at it. Yeah,
1: and, and I mean, I went back and helped in classrooms until covid
0: Really doing. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I'd go in to different classrooms and take out the slow readers to ty- try and help yeah. them on. Not every day, but no. some days in the week. Yeah, 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 I think a couple of days I went in
0: and did that. Oh, I bet yeah. they, they'll always remember you, I'm sure.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't
0: worry. I, I, that's one of them. Oh, really? And that's another of them. I know. So Doreen's showing me pictures of... Um, of some people that she she learned university with, and they looked, can I they yeah. significantly younger than Doreen. Oh, significantly significantly,
1: <laughs> definitely significantly. But that was that was after that was Because that's Joe and Joe uh, rang me this morning actually. She lives in Sheen, but she I didn't meet her till a lot later because mm. she came she she was at the last school I was at, but she came back. Um, the head went and the new head came and she was a friend of the new head and when they when she needed another teacher she knew joe was an excellent teacher oh that's excellent excellent teacher so she got her back and of course brilliant she's just written to me and said when are you coming to see me oh how lovely
0: (laughs) um moving on what are you passionate about doreen Nothing much. Nothing what, there, do, you, do you have anything that um, really gets you excited or do you have anything that you, you really feel strongly about that it's an injustice and you get, like when they talk about it on the radio or TV? I think I've been through so
1: much. I don't take, you know, I, yeah. I think that's life.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I can't
1: think of anything that really resonates with me in yeah. that respect.
0: Yeah, no, that's completely fair enough. I think it's interesting to hear somebody who's seen as much as you have, Doreen, is able to have peace about that. Do, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. And actually to say, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, obviously, <laughs> but actually some of the big stuff, I'm guessing your faith. Yeah, then. absolutely. Because I
1: knew from a child. I mean, what? why was God gracious to me like that? Mm. Yeah. So I knew from a very little child. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah absolutely things would be all right yeah I should should be crying next oh But it's so
0: wonderful to remember about it yeah how good God is yeah absolutely and talk about how good God is do you have any particular hymns that are your favourite because I know this is a very special talent of yours that you can remember lots and lots of hymns at the drop of a hat (laughs)
1: who told you that Uh,
0: several people but (laughs) have you got any in particular that's your favorite
1: not that i know of
0: no how good
1: is the god we adore our gracious unchangeable friend whose love is as great as his power and knows neither end let measure or end that's beautiful that's lovely it is lovely Mm. absolutely Tis jesus the first and the last then i should
0: oh i can't remember anymore well that was jolly good you remembered that bit (laughs) um just to finish off i'm interested to know if by any chance you got to go on a a tropical desert island holiday (laughs) would that fill you with joy and you're on your own that's the only thing would that fill you with joy or dread I think i would just get on
1: with it because I've been getting on with so many things in my life. Yes. That I just have to get on with it. I just have to say to myself, oh, well, get on with it. That is what it That's is. It's my, my, my mother's favourite saying, oh, stop fussing and get on with it. I think it's a good you know, mantra to yourself, yeah, really. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, I, might, I won't, might not like it. I probably wouldn't like it. But you'd have to get on with it. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you have to do anyway
0: mm-hmm.
1: in life. Yeah. Get yeah. on with it. Yeah. Whatever whatever turns up Trust in God and do the right. There you go. Courage, brother, do not stumble. I've said that already, haven't I? No, no, very though, though though the path be dark as night, there's a guide to there's a way to guide there's a someone to guide the humble, trust in God, and do the right.
0: There you go. So even on the desert island, you can do that. Well, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Well, you would. we just have to get on with it. Like you said, you just have to get on with it, wouldn't you? you, you really? <laughs> that, that's what I was brought up Well, let's from. see if we can make it a bit nicer for you. If you were on the desert island, what... And you can take the Bible, obviously. Yes, I'd have to have that. Yes, obviously. And what other book... Do you have any other book that you think, oh... You know, I've I've gone back to that several times. You know, I could do with having that with me. And do you have any um, particular piece of music that you like? And do you have or oh, luxury item? You know, maybe this armchair. The armchairs at Dorian's house are super comfortable. I do like this. What so I, I I was going to get something and I can't remember what it was. Oh,
1: it's I know. If you if you've got your Bible.
0: I get drawings just popping across the room to get... Um, a
1: concordance.
0: A concordance. Concordance. Concordance.
1: Analytical concordance of the whole Bible.
0: Is that your second book you'd take with you?
1: Well, I'm not sure about
0: that. It's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can be shipped there in a boat. I think that's all right. Uh, it, well, it's, it's useful because
1: say you're, you've, you can't remember... Or you're, somebody's said something... And you want to look up, let's find a word that you might want to look up. Judgment, for instance, that's a big word with lots of things. And you want to look up something more about judgment. Well, you can look in this bit where it says judgment. And you can look down until you come to what it is you're wanting to follow yes. up in other places of the Bible. Have you never come across a concordance? I have.
0: I've had small concordances in the back of Bibles sometimes, and oh, then yeah. I have used that. Yeah. But I've not seen one quite as, as old and um, as big as this one.
1: Well, I might have had it as a present from Yeah, it looks
0: lovely. Yeah. And um, if you could take a biscuit, Doreen, what would Ooh. be your biscuit of choice? it have to be chocolate. Cho- obviously. <laughs> it can't be a hot, a very hot desert island there, although it might melt before you can get it in your mouth. <laughs> well, it'd have to be a sandwich with the chocolate in the middle. Genius. Yes, there you go. That's what you'd have to do. <laughs> anyway, Doreen, thank you so much for talking with me today. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Thanks for listening. If you think you'd like to have a chat with me, why not get in touch with the office? Otherwise, I look forward to listening to our next conversation sometime soon.